Hey everybody, Joe McCall, REI in your car, how you doing? Just got back from a haircut. I like haircuts. I go to this place called Hair Saloon for men or men's saloon or something like that. It's pretty nice. And they give you me a scalp massage, which is amazing. I don't know why they're so short. They don't last very long. A couple times I've been like, I wanted to ask the lady, can you just do it longer and I'll pay an extra five bucks? But that sounds weird. I, I we couldn't do that. Yeah, so it's nice, man. So I wanted to talk about something here that uh, kills all deals. What is the number one thing that kills deals? Do you remember in The Hobbit, in the book or in the movie, when Bilbo is talking to Gollum, I think, right? And I forget which riddle it is, but I think one of the riddles' answers is what kills all deals. Can you know? Can you think about what it is or what it is? I think one of the answers on the book, in the book, was like mountain. One of them was air. I don't remember. I just saw the movie the other day and I read the book with my kids. So anyway, it is time. Time kills all deals or potential deals. Let me give you some examples. You talk to or seller. You do have to, you do some marketing. Well, first of all, like in all phases, if you look at uh, in all phases of a deal, time could kill it, right? So your speed of implementation. Uh, if you don't implement what you learn quickly, time passes and you get, you're less likely to do it. You lose your motivation, you, you forget what you're supposed to do, you doubt creeps in, you start getting a bunch of questions that you don't know the answer to. So the longer you wait to implement something, the more time that you lose, the harder it is to get started, right? So you gotta start right away when the momentum is high. So you send out the marketing, let's say you do that, and then you start getting calls. Well, if it takes you a long time to answer the phones or return the calls when sellers call, you're gonna lose deals, right? They say you're nine times more likely to do a deal if you answer the phone or return the seller's call within one or two minutes. Nine times. It's not nine times more likely to talk to the seller. You're nine times more likely to do a deal if you answer the phones or you call sellers back immediately after they leave a voicemail or after they visit your website and fill out a form or something, right? So time can kill your deals. If sellers call, if you just want to stand out above your competition in your market, and we're all in competitive markets, please don't complain to me about how competitive your market is. It's all, everybody's lives in a competitive market. And I hear from people all the time, and it's insane. I hear someone in, this, in one city complain about how competitive it is, and then I have a student in that same city who's crushing it. So what is it? Well, I think the one who's crushing it, who's doing a lot of deals, understands that time kills all deals. And they implement what they learn quickly. When sellers call, they answer the phones. They're accessible. You know what I'm saying? So time can kill your deal with getting the marketing out the door. You're taking too long. You're overanalyzing it. Should I send a postcard or a yellow letter? Should I use red ink or blue ink? Should I use a live stamp or a printed stamp? I'm like, stop. Just, just... Pick something and get that marketing out the door as quickly as possible. So, when calls start coming in, answer the phones. 
Simple, really, really simple, right? What else? You talk to the seller and you tell them, okay, well, let me sharpen my pencil. Let me look at the deal and look at the numbers and I'll, I'll get back to you. Or I'll go ahead and send you an offer or something like that. Well, what happens when you're busy and you write down a note and then a day goes by, a couple days go by, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got to send that guy an offer. Or, yeah, I forgot. And then you look at your notes and you see, oh, crap, what did I say to that guy again? What was his house? And you forget the situation. You forget what kind of offer you're going to make. And like, oh, okay, man. And then you, you, you've, you're totally scrambling. And it may take you, and I see this all the time, and I'm guilty of this myself. I've done it over and over again. It's embarrassing. That's why I eventually just got an assistant, a VA, to say, you send these offers for me. But anyway, time kills deals. When you talk to that seller and it's not till the next day or a couple days later that you send them an offer, if they remember who you are, and if they remember like, what, you're, you're, you're lucky. So when you tell a seller you're going to send them an offer, stop everything that you're doing. Don't pick up another phone call. Don't read another email. Shut Facebook off and just get an offer sent. Don't overanalyze the deal. Don't spend more than like two or three minutes looking at comps. Don't spend more than a couple minutes looking at maybe what the repairs might be. Just use a dollar per square foot number. Just use Zillow. I don't care. Right? The Zillow's estimate value. Maybe take the average of ePraisal and Zillow and whatever else. Just make the offer. And it shouldn't take more than a couple minutes. Another way that time kills deals, and I'm thinking about it, is when you talk to the seller for too long. I've done this a lot, especially when I was starting out explaining lease options, you know. It's easy to get into the sales pitch mode where you are explaining all the benefits of lease option and why they should do it and uh, how there's how it's so awesome and beneficial to them. You're just talking and talking and talking. You need to shut up and you need to listen to them, right? You need to have them sell you on why you should want to buy your house. You don't need to sell them on why they need to do a lease option. That's ridiculous. And that is time that can kill a deal if you're talking too much, all right? So do what your competition's not doing. Answer the phones. Send them an offer right away. What other kind of time can kill the deal after you send an offer? Well, you take too long to follow up. You need to be following up to the point where you feel or maybe you're a little worried about being annoying. All right, you need to follow up. If they don't answer the phone when you call them, call them immediately right after that. Have you ever done this before? This is so funny. And people do this to me and it annoys me, but it works. Okay. What happens when your wife calls you or your husband, right? Uh, and you're busy. Well, you just hit the ignore button. And I'll call him back or I'll text him or something, right? Um, because you're right in the middle of something. You can't be interrupted. But then what happens when they call again immediately after that? Well, uh, maybe they just dialed me by mistake. Maybe it's a butt dial. <laughs> and you, uh, you hit ignore or whatever. Well, first of all, number one, I... I don't do that to my wife. No, 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 no. I always answer the first time she calls. <laughs> well, sometimes I can't. Like if I'm on the other line, um, you hear those cicadas? Wow. So, um, but if she does call, we have this rule. I mean, if she calls me twice in a row, I will get off the other line and answer her call, right? Because um, I know it's important. But, you know, if you get that second call immediately or the third call, you're definitely going to stop everything you're doing and answer the phone, right? Well, it's the same psychology when you're calling a seller. 
I know sales guys that do this, and it works. It's annoying, but it works. I almost stepped on a frog. Okay, froggy. It looked like a leaf, but it's a frog. We have so many frogs around here. I, sometimes at night I'll come out and I'll walk to my office, which is in the carriage house, and uh, I've stepped on frogs before. They're just jumping around at night especially. So when, you, when you're calling a seller back to follow up, call them. If they don't answer, you get to voicemail. Leave them a voicemail, and then call them again immediately after that. And then send them a text message, okay? And then send them a voicemail, and then guess what? Do the same thing tomorrow, the next day. Call them twice, call them three times, send them a text message, and don't sound like a jerk on them when you leave a message. Hey, this is Joe. I just talked the other day. I'm following up. Don't say things like, hey, I left you a message. Why didn't you call me back? Or are you getting my messages? Don't say things like that. Just sound friendly, upbeat, right? Don't make it sound like you're annoyed that they're not answering your calls. Then send them a text to follow up. Send them an email. Send them a video, like a bomb bomb video, right? B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B, bomb bomb. Um, there's a new app I'm using called Bonjuro, which sounds pretty good. I mean, I'm butchering the pronunciation, but it's an amazing software. B-O-N-J-O-R-O, Bonjuro. So send them a video. Say, hey, Jim, how you doing? We talked the other day. Just following up, make sure you got my contract, you know. And then follow up with them for at least three to five days in a row until you annoy them so much they call you to tell you either, yeah, let's do the deal or no, I'm not interested, stop calling me. Does that make sense? And then after that, you follow up with them every week. Maybe after a few weeks, you start following up with them once a month. The money is in the follow-up. Most of your deals are going to come from follow-up. People that say no at first or they need to think about it and you keep on following up with them and eventually they say, yeah, you know what, let's do it. So time will kill deals if you're not spending the time in following up or if you're waiting too long to follow up. That's going to kill your deals. What else? This is something that's happened to me before. I get a property under contract and I wait too long to start marketing it. As soon as you get that signed contract, you need to get off your little butt and start marketing that home as quickly as possible. You need to get there to take pictures of it. You need to get a video of it, whatever. You need to put it on Craigslist. You need to call all the buyers that you have in that area. Call them. Don't just wait till I, well, I'll wait till I have more time or I'll send them an email and then I'll call them later. No, call them all right away. First thing, send text message blast out to everybody. Send the emails put it on Craigslist, put it on your website, and then start sending direct mail to the other investors that are in the area saying, hey, I got this property. So here, this is a secret to making money. I see so many investors, especially beginning ones, they don't get it. And they get a property under contract, they're all excited, and then they kind of like get busy and they don't do what they're supposed to do. So time will kill your deals. There's been, I've seen this over and over again. I get calls from investors or sometimes students, and they'll say, hey, um, I need some help with this deal. I can't sell it. And I say, okay, well, you're calling me. You've probably been marketing it for a while now, right? I mean, how much time do you have left in your contract? Well, I only got a couple, three days, or I got a week. I say, well, okay, well, what have you done to advertise it? And they've not done anything yet. They've maybe sent it out some emails. They put it on Craigslist, but they haven't done bandit signs. They haven't uh, sent letters to nearby investors. They haven't um, got on the phone and called people, etc., etc. So um, think about that, right? Don't wait 
to start marketing the home. Market it as aggressively as you can now. Here's the bottom line. Your speed to income is directly proportional to your speed of implementation. And if you want to be broke, just take your time and not do anything or wait or let the busyness of other things get in the way of what's really important and what's really can make you money. Okay? Realtors do this all the time. You know what I'm talking about. You call a realtor on a particular house that you're interested in. The realtor doesn't answer their phone. They never answer their phones. And then it takes them a day, two days to even call you back if they do. You see this happen all the time with bandit signs. How many times have you called? You should try this, by the way. You see a bandit sign, call them, and see how long it takes for that investor to call you back. It's insane. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You spend all this money for doing all this marketing, and you're not answering the phones. You're not calling people back immediately. So time will kill all your deals. What else? You know, if a title company asks you to send them something, or one of your buyers is asking for something, uh, maybe an inspection or some kind of thing, and, and you just take your time with not getting it to them. Anyway, you guys get my point. I was trying to think of all the different phases of a deal and how time can kill the deal in any of those phases. Be aggressive. Okay? Take the bull by the horns. Be a rhino. Such a good book. Do you think a rhino just sits around? No, a rhino is impatient. <laughs> a rhino is impatient. They want it done now, yesterday. All right, so you get the point. Don't let time kill your deals, all right? Hey, listen, if you want a free strategy session with me, uh, and you want some help with coaching, and um, love to talk with you. I have a page that I'm working on setting up right now. So hopefully by the time you get this, it'll be up. But go to coachjoe.net. Coachjoe.net. Coachjoe.net if you want to talk, do a strategy session. Talk about you and your business, where you're at now, where you want to be, and uh, what steps you need to take to get there. Cool? I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs>